0: me, Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast, it publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday, but patrons get it first, thank you for subscribing, for listening, for telling your mom, telling your friend, telling everybody on Twitch right now, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, for telling your dog, for telling your bearded iguanodon, and your bearded dragons, and your little dog who eats the little things, and Tony Baker in the chat says that it's good for the soul, I'm so glad you guys are here, I'm recording live on twitch.tv slash Sean Capri today because it's a special day, Seamus Mullins is on the show, and I'll get into why that is special some of you know uh, but if you don't know then I'm going to get into it and if you're new here's the deal every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger or a friend from the internet and we talk about life and video games and if you want to be on the show just tweet at me at Sean Capri Sean like Connery Capri like the pants (sighs) guys it's been a journey we're here a lot of people are here hanging out on Twitch and I'm getting a little notification oh I got my Xbox on everything is distracting when I'm doing this live but it's okay Um, Seamus Mullins is on the show today and five years ago Exactly. December 14th, 2015, Seamus Mullins joined me on We The Gamer Cast when, uh, at a totally different time in my life. (laughs) The hesitation of that invite. I'm not really sure what you're, what you're saying there, Jace, but that's okay. Um, oh, the hesitation that I was saying, like, to, to be on the show, there's a reason for it, and I'm gonna get into it, which is, um, I don't, I think I'm gonna take a break. I was just gonna, I was just chatting about this on, on the Twitch channel. I think I'm gonna take a small break for the rest of December, um, and then kind of get things back up and going in January. I've got one more interview scheduled. Brendan Myers, we're still on, my friend. We're going to chat on Monday, but I think that we'll probably take a little bit of a break on recording and publishing new episodes until January. And that's exactly what we did five years ago in 2015. I recorded an episode with Seamus Mullins from Australia, which by the way, why don't we just like kick things off by saying that it's actually really hard to line up these time zones. I <laughs> get very confused very easily. I have to triple check and we got it locked down. I'm very excited about it. But yes, I think this is going to be the last show of 2020 that you guys will hear. And I'm just, I think I'm just kind of like, I'm at, I'm at my max, man. I think I'm kind of just at my limit. Um I'm doing this stream right now, which is, it's good for the soul. As Tony Baker said, it's good to be talking to people. I don't want to get to a place where I go. I think I'm so overwhelmed that I just shut everything down. I don't think that I want to shut anything down because I, I, I've done that before with this show. And I close it down. I I actually like. I bawled my eyes out crying when I when I shut the show down before. I thought it was the right decision. And then months later, I found like, oh, life isn't as crazy as I thought it was. And I've actually able to find a little bit more time to be able to do this thing. And I actually felt like it was something that I was was okay at and people wanted to hear it again and i wanted to do it again and so i don't want to go through that again but i do feel that taking a break is important bobby and i have talked about this many times uh in the past and we're really bad about it actually we're really terrible about taking breaks in a like in a in a way in a way that's kind of like actually proactive not like oh my god i have to take a break like i'm completely slammed and smashed Um, I think Christmas is a good time. I think Christmas is a good time. And I'm honestly not sure how many people are like listening to too many podcasts. You guys can let me know. Maybe this is the worst decision that I could ever make and I could easily be talked out of it. But that's kind of what I'm thinking right now, that this is the last episode for 2020. Take a bit of a break and um, recharge. I want to be able to do this for, you know, I might as well just do it for a long time. I was kind of joking a little bit slash not joking on Twitter a little while ago. Like I would love to be able to do this multiple times per week because I don't think that like the people who listen, I honestly don't know if people listen like every single week like i don't think it's that type of show right it's definitely not like the xbox drive which is a 40 45 minute show very bite-sized very easy to get into every single week this one is a little heavier i think on a number of reasons like um it's just not like you know um chew up the news and spit it out kind of a thing like just it's a little deeper i guess sometimes we go into really really deep conversations sometimes it's just kind of your your walk of life type of stuff but it's um it's more i don't know it's just a it's not something that i don't think anybody listens to every single week there are some and maybe it's you and if it's you thank you so much and i also want to say thank you to people who are amazing supporters and amazing supporters at patreon.com slash yumi capri especially our diamond executive producers slimer snarf and jonathan brown our platinum producer dallas ford and our gold members xavier reyes becky Grockmall, ashley johns i'm sorry i got i got a little a slice of life podcast jace i don't know what that is uh ashley Nicholson Argo, Gene K, Marcus O'Neill, Trucker Sloth, Skinny Matt, James Johnson. You guys are amazing, and I don't know. I'm just making things up as I go along, Jay. So just leave me alone. All right. The patrons make this thing happen. They get it first. They get it on Fridays before it goes up on Monday, and I'm excited, guys. Today we're going to talk to Seamus Mullins. We're celebrating five years of We the Gamer cast, not with a clips episode, but by bringing back the original, the original guest. He's the one who kicked this thing off. He's the one who made me believe in guests, that guests could like come on and carry the show. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. We're going to talk all about that. I would love it if you guys, um, followed him at Seamus Mullins, S E A M U S Mullins with two L's. It's been five years. I'm going to take a break pretty soon after this. Now here he is, Seamus Mullins. (laughs)
1: How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. You know, Oh no! I've just, I've just been thinking a lot about, you know, I don't know. There's a lot going on in this world right now, if you're, as I'm sure you're, very you're not aware kidding. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. So we, we've known each other for a long time. Um, so I'm just going to get right into this because when somebody says, how are you doing? And somebody actually gives you an honest, or try like what is as, as glimpse into like maybe how you're really doing. I want to die. like are you are you okay, man? That doesn't sound like you're doing so good.
1: Um, I oh don't know. This
0: because I really can't, a Like, like I, I really, I really want you to be all right. I, I do care. It's not like the whole like how are you doing and you just kind of like ho- like whatever. I don't know. Like there's sometimes people say like how are you is more of like a greeting than anything. So that's why I think most people just go like i'm good like they don't put
1: anything on it but like yeah yeah man like i really
0: i'm I'm sorry
1: that you're not all right Ah, uh, well, like you know, I've it, everyone's everyone's got their own stuff going on. It's I was just listening to um back to a bunch of our episodes, to the episodes really? I was on <laughs> with you, not the whole things, because like man, we just talk about some random crap in those. Episodes. Oh, you're no, not They're kidding. great. They're great. Uh, and I think you just I was listening to your most recent episode of We the Gamercast and you know, you say that yourself. Everyone has their own stuff going on. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's the thing. I like to try and be appreciative of my place in the world mm-hmm. and how good I have it, let alone how good we have it in Australia in regards to COVID things and many other things going on. So, like, yeah. we're very lucky and things are pretty good. But I don't know. I guess I've had a lot of uh, last uh, – that's the thing. You being like, oh, we're going to reflect in the last five years. I'm like, oh, my God, this is bringing up so <laughs> many emotions of, like, thinking <laughs> about what I've done in the last five years. You've done a lot. I, I have done a lot. Um And uh, – Yeah, I've had some really good experiences. I've I've made some really good friends, and I guess I've just I'm just in a weird place right now. Like I'm like looking for new work. I've still got my job where I am right now, which is good. I'm lucky to have that. But been looking for new work for a little while. Just something that I think will be better for me in between houses, sort of at the moment. Mm -hmm. Just figuring out. You know, that's just kind of life, adult stuff. Yeah, I I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask how old you are at this point? I am twenty-five. Turning 26 you are early years next year. you
0: are years above or years beyond where you are man you're i would never have guessed that like that is incredible so five years ago we would have met you're 20 years old when we when this all started
1: uh yes like yes, like it's it almost was. to the day yeah.
0: man like it's almost like we've almost like, timed this perfectly um, from when, like, I could go back onto Facebook and actually go look at the, the post in the kind of funny group that says, like, I'm thinking about doing, like, this kind of show. Like, would anybody want to be on it? And you were the first one, dude. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess this is going to happen now. And that
1: was five oh. full freaking years ago. Yeah, that's, that's so crazy. And listening back to our first podcast is just like. You carried it.
0: You absolutely hated oh, no man. No, I, no, like, no. I didn't know what Ellen was supposed to do. I, I, I think
1: I think we both have come a long way since then, Sean. In in a <laughs> lot of different ways, like. And listening to my answers, I'm just like cringing. I'm just like, oh my God, did you even hear what Sean said? You didn't even answer his question, man. Like, But I was like, I don't even care.
0: I'm like, I'm just glad that we're like, I don't know, like getting to, like, we filled an hour. Like, yes, we did it. We completed an yeah, hour you, of a podcast.
1: You were just so enthusiastic just every step of the way. You were just so intrigued about like what's like being Australian and like, there's like <laughs> one, there was one question that someone asked of your community that was like, is there fire tornadoes in Australia? <laughs> That was, you know it's funny because i was thinking today
0: i'm like you know like there's been a couple times where i've had like like you from australia and i've had people like at benji a couple weeks ago from like uk and i'm like i find myself asking like these people to like speak on behalf of their country i'm like i don't know that i should really be doing this (laughs) like so tell me like all about i'm like if people ask me about 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 canada like i don't even know what i would say so i think i was like mostly just like happy that that you were like giving me the, the time of day and i don't know like you were just such a natural dude and especially at 20 like if you put me on a podcast at 20 years old like there's no way and uh if anything and the other thing too is like you look back on anything at any point in time like last year 10 years ago or whatever it is you're always gonna go oh that kind of sucked <laughs> <laughs> you kind of you kind of cringe a little bit
1: yeah yeah oh for, for sure for sure but like it's that's the thing it's just like being able to look back and laugh at it and it's like you know oh, that's, definitely that's that's fine you know we've all we've all come a long way it was also it's also funny when i listened to that podcast you were like talking in the first podcast i was like man this guy just talks about himself for so long when are we when uh, when is it gonna be us talking man yeah. i know but you you're talking about you and you're like 31 i was like what sean's not that old he's yeah. not old he's i'm like, old yeah i'm old yeah. that was
0: five years ago man i'm getting on the yeah. closest side of 40 here yeah like uh that's the thing. And I, I've tried to like limit myself a little bit and I think I podcast more now, so I don't have to like I don't feel the need oh, to say like-
1: you you podcast so much, yeah. It's it's it blows me away how blows me away how much content you do like i can't keep up sean just every day you just you're doing something else like you've got a new podcasts. you've got oh, man well luckily not... i
0: haven't launched a new one in quite some time it's uh ryan turford on the xbox drive he's going really he's going I, f- I feel like there should
1: be a counter how long ago did you launch a new That's podcast true. Your house
0: <laughs> i think we should actually i've got whiteboards <laughs> up now everywhere because now i work from home and i don't know like if i'm like if i would go back you know what i mean like i don't know if like what's it like for you like would you like had had things changed over the last year or so to like in your working situation or are you like stuck at home with like, the bar set up and everything or like what's it like for you man how's it going
1: um i so i've been my current job i've been i've been for about a year and a half and yeah. the first 6 months i was in our office in melbourne mm-hmm. uh, we have an office there a pretty small team for the company i work for and the plan was always for me to come back to Adelaide where I've been situated for the most part last several years. Although mm-hmm. the last few years I've sort of jumped around a lot because of work to like Sydney and Melbourne a few times and New Zealand and back and forth, back and forth. But the plan was always to come back and do the job remotely from Adelaide. So yeah. got back to Adelaide, started this year and was working remotely from home. So once COVID happened, yeah. I had my desk, I had my nice chair. I was just, I was just ready to go. And I've just been working from home. The whole year, like, uh, it was just normal for me mm-hmm. already. It definitely became more kind of like... I don't know. It's been an interesting experience working from home because I've done it a little bit longer than most people. Like, right. the isolation and I can't prefer being in office. Like, it's made me realize that I would I would much prefer to be in the office. I miss that and having that social factor, as I'm sure a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Now, they're going through the experience. But I realize I can do it. Uh, but uh, I'm sure most people probably don't want to do it in the circumstances of it being COVID, and you yeah. don't want to go outside yeah it's it's of,
0: working from i, yeah, I feel pandemic. like i almost don't even want to like make a call yet because it's like the working from home thing is on top of not being able to do anything else right it's like i can't yeah. like i can't take my kids out to which also happened within the last five years like i don't yeah, even think i was, I was, I I was gonna say like, you've got to. You've i got just got kids. married when we chatted Maybe and- maybe I've been married for a little while ago. <laughs> Longer, <than laughs> I probably. Don't. You see me looking down. I actually have like this is the thing. I've got this thing that reminds me, like when I actually got married. A friend of mine like made us like a cross stitch of like this Mario and Peach, and it's got that date. So it's like okay, 2014. I always I always forget the year. I remember the day, March 30th. No problem. But the year, it's, it's the like 2014. Year. So yes, I so was it's married. Been
1: like a year and a half then mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Still no yeah. kids at
0: that point in time. But, um, but yeah, like, this whole, like, I kind of go back and forth on, like, working from home is a blessing in that, like, I can see my kids, which is awesome. Um, But, like, sometimes I don't want to be in this room. And, you know, like, this is, like, my favorite room in the house, man. Like, this is my room. And there's times where I'm just, like, I want to play games or I want to just, like, chill out and relax. And this is where I would do it. And it's, like, I don't want to go back in there, you know? Like, that's where... That's where stress happened earlier, yeah like, I don't want to go in there it's kind of is that the, kind of the same for you with working from home?
1: um I feel like I can separate it a little bit more uh but that's good that's yeah it's it's hard like uh my current setup is like the room is my land room pretty much and like so I work in here and play games and stuff in here, and I think I've gone pretty good at just being able to switch it on and off but i can totally understand mm-hmm. not being able to do that easily and like it's the chair this... you got a good chair that's the thing <laughs> the, the my chair hurts chair my butt i think
0: a little bit i think i, I think <laughs> you need to swap out my chair a little bit hurts my tailbone
1: but like it can be hard for people to just switch off like mm-hmm. normally when you come home from a day of work let alone when like your work is at home and yeah. at the same desk where you play games or in like your your man cave your gaming mm-hmm. room like, yeah, yeah, it can, it can Which be seems hard. Like, like,
0: now that I say it out loud, it's kind of like first world problems. Like, oh, you don't want to go into the room with like your, your giant computer or whatever. Like, yeah, that's, I don't know. I would probably be able to get over that. But, but like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I know. Like, um, you know, we're both privileged in lots of different ways. Uh, but it's all your own circumstances. So you're all, everyone has problems. It's just from different perspectives of which yeah. you, you see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, what brings you what brings you joy, man, right now? What's happening that like makes you smile every day?
1: Oh, uh listening, listening to the Wii, the Gamer cat. Oh, stop! Sure. Oh, no. So to just touch on before, what I was saying as well of like going back to listen to all podcasts oh, yeah. because it it works really well of like the first Gamercast of this sort of iteration, because Mm -hmm. to begin with, it was a different type of podcast altogether. And it was on We The Nerdy for quite a long time Mm -hmm. as well. But listening to that first iteration when I was on it, then me on it again a year later, and how much better you had gotten at hosting in that time was just crazy. Like, you were already a natural, I would say, to begin with, but you had already jumped so far ahead at that point. You were just so much more comfortable. And you said it yourself. You were just like... It's so funny in that podcast, you were just like, oh, like I used to do scripts and now I I'm did. spread away and so much more comfortable. And I was the same. I used to do scripting mm-hmm. for like my radio shows that I was on and I that's did. That's right. You're on Adelaide radio,
0: dude. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, that's oh, why that, you're so, you were, you were the natural, like because you're oh, already doing it. I, was I, just, had, only just I had like a, a blind that. like stubbornness to it all. I'm like, well, this is just what's happening. So I'm just going to do it. And I don't know, like there's kind of like an ignorance almost to it that you just you will yourself into doing the thing and you don't let yourself quit is kind of and i almost did like that's the thing i keep talking about is like i i was ready to shut it down after because it was like it was you you were great and then the very next episode i recorded i almost lost because audacity crashed and i spent like Uh hours and hours and hours like stitching it all back together because like audacity (sighs) did at least back then it would save things um like the the temporary files were like like in nine second chunks or something like that so i had found out how to like go find them and then stitch them all together and i had all these tracks i, had to, I put it like painstakingly together oh. and just like i should just let it go you know what i mean like it's been and we've all anybody who's made a podcast has lost an episode and i should have just said but i was really embarrassed and when you're new at something i think you almost like go above and beyond to make sure that you don't look dumb right when it's actually it's kind of funny when you have even more confidence and you get better at something that you can actually just go like, fucked up, messed up. Like I just something happened. It just that is what it is. But when you're brand new at something, you 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 fear so much of people like want will call you out on how mm. green you are at it. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. That is for me, anyways.
1: Yeah, I I think I had a quote just like the other day of like the biggest fear that most people have in the world is failure, and yeah, I think that's so so true but the thing is yeah we all we all messed up it's like we're kind of funny even it was like the episode they did with the i can't remember his name now it's even me the vice president of marketing for uh oh todd uh,
0: howard no not todd howard Um, pete hines pete hines
1: pete hines yeah they had them on for episode and the episode like the recording just didn't work or something like it Mm -hmm. just got it just disappeared and they just, they brought them back and they asked them to come back if like they told them they were honest and he was like, yeah, they he just came back and they did another whole episode. I'm like, totally. you, know, you just own, own up to it and it'll probably be fine. We all make mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have just like grown so much and then listening to your most recent episode, man, the confidence you have and <laughs> just in, in yourself, but just how comfortable you are just like chatting and just yeah. being you. And I, I love that. And, you know, oh, I was thanks, saying man. before being like, oh, when's this guy show up about himself? I just love <laughs> listening to you talk about yourself, Sean, and what you're doing. I want to hear about what weights you're buying, what are you doing to improve your life, what games you playing. I love that. I love that so much. So yeah, it's, well, it's great you. so thank
0: that- you, man. It's funny, like there's there was times over the years when, you know, I've had people reach out and say, like, maybe you want to like trim up the or even not do the first part. And I just thought like the rest of the episode is about the guest. like that's really that's really the whole thing and I do think like I I kind of and this is where maybe maybe some blind confidence came in and I just like I just knew what I wanted to do from the start which was like I, I just kind of had which was basically rip off Mark Merritt to be honest with you but like I just kind of knew what I wanted to do and I did have people like really want to change it which was weird because like I thought I'm like I thought I was doing this by myself <laughs> you know what I mean like I this is <laughs> thought this was just me but um yeah I don't know and and now it's just like I, 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 guess with doing the Xbox drive and working with Bobby and doing all the other things, like it, it takes a huge amount of pressure off of this show to just like, it is what it is. And like the engage, it's funny. Cause I think about like, um, the way that Xbox like has reconfigured how we think about success. Like they don't look at like units sold or anything like that. And I kind of think of the same thing. Like, I don't look at like number of listeners. I'm like, I have people who could be on every single week. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like, I feel like that's as good as I could ever hope for, for the show. Is like people want to come on and I haven't scared absolutely everybody off. And it's kind of, I don't know. It's just the other thing too, Seamus is every single week is like, um, there's, there's always something else that any of us could be doing. If we're going to be recording a podcast, there's always something else that we could be doing. And I'm like, you know what, man? Like almost, almost all the time. I'm like, I could be like dumping more hours into this game or I could be like doing something else. And then I jump on the call. Like right now I'm like, thank Christ we lined this up. Like this, I'm just so grateful, man. We just get to like catch up and just see each other. Like it's been so long and I don't know, like it seems like so much has happened and I've been talking about this show for a little bit too long. So let me jump back to you though, man. Like what, what has happened? You've done like you did the battlefront. Do I think we chatted after the battlefront or battlefield five thing. A little while yeah, ago, yeah. You were in yeah. UK for that,
1: I think, right? Yeah, we've 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 like, yeah. I, I'm really annoyed that we haven't called up more because like the times <laughs> we've called up, it's just been like so random at mm-hmm. times. Like I remember we chatted. I did the show with you and Bobby on yep. like maybe when it was we were ra- if we ran with Nintendo or just mm-hmm. one of the many freaking podcasts right. that you guys have done over the years, and that was like 2017. Oh shit! Yeah, a cup of
0: Joe started this year. You're like, when was the last time I started a show? I guess. I mean, I, I felt like I transitioned from one show to the next. I don't feel like no. That, totally that's a new show. New. It can't. It, it was a replacement. It was a replacement.
1: But yeah, it's it's been it's been there's been a lot happened over the years, and we've just caught up at random points. So I will answer both your last two questions, okay. which were what brings me them. joy and what's oh, yeah. happened yeah. over the last couple of years. Because I'm ch- listening to those previous episodes, I'm like, okay, I'm get. I'm like i'm gonna answer Sean's questions correctly so yeah. <laughs> it's work, my own I'm... fault if the questions don't get answered it's my <laughs> fault
0: it's nobody and we just go on, mind.
1: we just go on tangents um, yeah man yeah like so work wise has jumped all over the place and i'm sure we can get into that more but like one thing that sh- brings me joy and has happened over the last few years i've gone a girlfriend yeah Sean. yeah uh and we've been together over three years now get out three of...
0: years we've chatted since then haven't we we have, and I maybe we just like something that doesn't
1: really come up. I guess maybe, yeah. And We just talked about games and stuff, but yeah, yeah it's 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 been three years as of like, um, of September when we did our first date, and that's kind of our anniversary. And that like, sounds very she, serious. She, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. Some people would say three years is a long time. I oh, know it's it's a reasonable amount of time. It's, it's yeah,
0: <laughs> it's a reasonable yeah. amount
1: of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always say it to each other. We're like, where has that time gone? No, like, it's kidding. just flown, it's just flown by. Uh and at the same time we're like, wow, how we've been together for years, like That's the, great, man. What the hell? And it's it is great. Like we bring so much joy to each other, we support each other so much, like we say it to each other a lot, and I mean it every time, like I don't know how I would have gone through these last few years without yeah. her. Having having her support, just like just when I'm having a bad day, just seeing her, a hug from her will just like lift me up just just so much uh so yeah that's that's something that's had a big impact in my life last few no doubt. years what's she Made like it... tell
0: me about her what how'd you guys meet
1: uh, uh tinder uh
0: yeah yeah good <laughs> do you, i don't even know do you swipe what's which, which way do you swipe to agree do you swipe right i don't even know <laughs> Is that right even the yeah i'm pretty sure I'm, it's right it's, I guess it's you been a while because well, I, have, I haven't been on it
1: for i guess three years yeah. because, good because point. of that yeah yeah uh, we met on tinder in weird circumstances but yeah, yeah. and we met up to watch a Studio Ghibli film because we love Studio Ghibli films and yes, into I love anime. It. Of course, and she loves and she loves video games. And it's like when we were first chatting on on Tinder, I was like, "Oh yeah, she looks cute." Like, and we let's start chatting and see where this goes. And like, I was like doing some volunteer writing just at the time because i didn't have a job Mm -hmm. at the time and i was like oh i'm doing this review of this game like what are you doing she's like oh cool like i'm playing breath of the wild on my switch i'm like come on and i'm like no way okay hello how's it how's it how's it going yeah (laughs) (laughs) dude that's
0: so similar to like when chelsea and i first started dating she's i'm like what are you up to and she's like i'm just playing um ocarina of time i'm like all right i'm on my way over (laughs) <laughs> like, that sounds awesome. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess we're getting married now. That's that's kind of it. How, how, how did
1: you and Chelsea meet? Um, you've probably told me before, but yeah.
0: We met, Um, she worked. we worked for the same place. Um, and so oh, I remember, that's right. I still remember yep. like the moment that we met, um, which I feel like that's like the old time. Like uh, it was, you used to meet people either at the bar or then maybe you met through somebody at work and now it's Tinder or whatever it is, some sort of like match.com or something. The funny thing is she was supposed to get matched up with somebody else who I ended up actually going to college with. And we met, and then she actually kind of blew off the other, the the, the Match.com date. So I was like, I barely oh. made it, dude. I was like, just, <laughs> she could have been gone, and who knows what what would have happened there. But um, but yeah, man, okay, so, like, when does, like, you were just kind of, like, wide open. I don't know that I would have been, like, completely wide open with, like, games at that time. Like, when we talk about what happened in the last five years, I have embraced gaming as, like, part of my my life. Like, part of, like, my core passion. And I was definitely not... 20 or 25 when that was happening with me like it was like i'd get together with buddies and like we would play drinking games and like play nhl and stuff like that as you do like that was kind of it like but i still really liked it but after meeting it was after meeting chelsea that like oh you're just like telling me that you're playing ocarina of time right now and it's just fine like you you were just talking like pretty openly about you're gonna write a review for this thing like that's kind of you can't hide that you know what i mean like it's it's so core to you
1: yeah yeah i guess i i guess I've... I am kind of an open person. I just like, good, I probably man. tell people uh, to my benefit and sometimes bad. Sometimes like I, if someone just yelled at me in the street, like what do you do for a living? Like, tell me about you. I'll probably just tell them my whole life story. I'm just yeah, like really good. open. And that's just, way like... better
0: though. Like that's something that's, that's like me unfolding. I feel like and definitely like opening up in a way that I just, I felt like maybe like growing up, I shouldn't do that. And I don't think I wouldn't give that advice to anybody. You know what I mean? Like to think, it's it's the total opposite of like be who you are like be true to yourself and things like that and i like i don't know that i was like i don't know what i was necessarily trying to do but definitely felt like i don't know like ashamed is too harsh of a word but just felt like i could put forward something else other than the thing like other than games so i'm just really like I'm, i'm happy to hear anytime somebody goes like i'm i'm into games and like and it's just like look how look what that meant like look what that did for you like you just you guys were able to connect instantly
1: I wants. know, yeah. Uh, I it's it's kind of yeah. My relationship with games of the years has been really interesting. Where I just grew up playing them. It was, Right. Grew up in country town. My brother and I had nothing else to do. We just played games all the time. Like that's just what we did, and we mm-hmm. loved them. And it just became some of our biggest hobbies. And over the years, like when I moved to another city, Adelaide, where I live now for university, it was a way that I connected with a lot of people through games. Because oh, like inevitably. Most people have played games whether it was like Tetris or an N sixty four, like Ocarina of Time or Game Boy. Like everyone's played games and that was like a way I was able to connect with people really That's easily. Awesome. Uh and I think from there I just learned just like being open mm-hmm. about who you are and just being yeah, kinda of honest is just like a really easy way to connect with people, whether it's about games or sports or whatever you may mm-hmm. be into. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I've it's something I've worked on, like being more being better at like m- making friends with people and getting yeah. and just being open stuff because people will say to me oh like you just so social you just walk up to anyone at a party or an event and just
0: tell you oh, are. Like, say
1: say hi and stuff but that took so much work and i often am always still terrified now yeah and i'm at an event and i know no one it's yeah, like uh, everyone everyone has that fear like just walking up the strangers and be like hey like can I join your conversation mm-hmm. and tell you who I am as a person and let's get to know each it, other.
0: Especially yeah. you got like, obviously you don't know who that person is. That's the whole point of it. But like you could have, like I could run into somebody like if I were to strike up a conversation and it happens to be Seamus Mullins, it's like, oh, thank Christ I talked to you because like, let's talk. But you don't yeah. know. I think it's the, and it's not like there's enough of those conversations that go really, really poorly that like is is like a, an overwhelming number that that damages us. But it's like one where you go, hey, and the person doesn't give you the time of day or they make you feel kind of crappy about yourself. And, you just, like, and you just I don't want to do like that shit. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like, that was it's terrible.
1: So, it's so easy, like, and to feel disheartened by that when that happens. And it's always going to happen time. because, like, it might be someone that is having a bad day and they don't yeah. feel like chatting. Or yeah. they just, maybe they are a dick. Maybe they're an <laughs> asshole. <And> then, <laughs> Straight up all the time. Yeah, yeah. But, like, uh, I love some of my mm-hmm. favorite things in life are those random conversations and moments with people that you – don't know at all they're just random interactions that you you have like whether it's a short conversation that you have and it just makes it there makes your day having had it mm-hmm. whether it's a relationship develops that over time like you wouldn't know unless you had that conversation like yeah those little things can just go a long way and that's what like that's like you said like that's where i try and approach it. it's just like you never know at like a meetup for like a hobby you're into or work you're at what that Mm -hmm. conversation will lead to. Like that person may become your next best friend, but you'll never know unless you have that conversation. So that's something that always pushes me to, to just put myself out there.
0: Well, and it just depends on like, I think like what you're looking for too. And that's why I think like for when Chelsea and I met, like I wasn't really looking for anything at all. Like, in fact, I think I was like actively trying to avoid a relationship. I was just like nuts to that. I just want to focus on me. And then like, I feel like it's so cliche because that's like when it always kind of happens. It's, I don't know, maybe you put out, like, a different energy if, like, you're looking for something versus, like... Or if, like... Like, especially when people talk about, like, networking. Ugh! Like, disgusting! Like, even just... Like, like, everybody's there. Everybody knows everybody's trying to get something from somebody else. Like, they're trying to build a relationship so that they can get something. I don't know. Like, that kind of thing is, like, gross to me. And it's a fine line, though, right? Because, like, somebody could look at, like, what I'm doing with this and go, well, isn't that what you're doing? And, like, honestly, it's, like, for the furthest thing, it, it is it has turned out to be very beneficial, I think. But truly, Seamus, like, the thing I wanted to do was just to see if I could do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, everybody, when people ask, like, why did you get started with podcasting? Like, that's the most genuine answer that I can give with people. It's just, I started podcasting to see if I could do it. Like, like there's all the other things of, like, I was passionate about video games and, like, all these other different things. But, like, I just wanted to see if, what would happen? And now I kind of still do that. Like I still continue it on because I'm like I still don't think like the story is told of like I think there's still more to be found and more to be discovered and to talk to you and like just get updates on like everything that you've been doing and I want to I want to go turn back to you because I'm still stuck on the fact that you're 25 and from the moment I met you you're like you're very mature like your your sight on your your life on your career on like just on your path I feel like you're so. You have such self-awareness and I'm I don't know if I've asked you this before like where does that come from? If that's if you see that in yourself as well. But I think you do.
1: Oh uh, no, I I'm definitely aware of my self-awareness. Uh and I'm probably too self-aware at times. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I get <laughs> too, that. <laughs> too sensitive about things probably. Like my def- my girlfriend would definitely agree with that. My brother has said that yeah. about me before. Yeah. In in good spirits, in good spirits. Sure. Um uh, yeah, that's a good question. Like of where it came from Um, and where that, that kind of drive to want to be growing and try new things. I, I think maybe that's just part of who I am. Like maybe that's part of my DNA. Maybe that's because my parents or the people I grew up around, like my parents were always great and always like support me in trying new things. So maybe that's a big part of it. But yeah, I've what were
0: just, you? What were you like achieving? Yeah. Like when you were like younger, like what were the, what were some of the things that like like were you were you good at spelling? Were you good at math? Like were you good athlete? What were some of the things that like? I feel like it comes from you're you were good at something, and you were kind of like you created like this positive reinforcement, right? Where like positive self reinforcement. That's because that's me a thousand percent. I feel like I'm I'm looking to the future because you're in Australia, but I'm also looking to the past because you're like <laughs> decades younger than I am. But like it's that thing of oh I can do this, so I'm going to lean into this hard. And I feel like that's kind of where a lot of, like, self-reflection, self-evaluation, adjustment, and innovation, I think, comes from. And maybe, like, maybe that's where this all comes from. So, like, yeah, like, were you a fast runner or, like, good at – like, did you win a spelling bee at six years old or something?
1: <laughs> I think I was I was just – I was naturally good at a lot of things. Uh, yeah. And because of that, uh, I probably wasn't challenged as much as I should have been mm. growing up and was probably a bit lazy at times. Yeah. And I think yeah. sometimes I, I've still done that. But Same. I – I honestly think when I try and really think about the core of like why I push myself is, and especially when it comes to work stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but even just like how I got into games, media and volunteering and stuff. It's just like, it just, it's often just things that I think are cool. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, mm-hmm. it would just be really cool to be on this radio show where they talk about games. Cause I like games. I like talking about games. I think my opinions are, are interesting i have yeah, interesting perspectives are and so i would just be like oh i just hit them up because it sounds cool or start my own radio show well i get to play my own music and decide what i talk about well that's super cool why wouldn't i do that that's awesome right right for ign or Gamespot. like oh like i've read those websites for years no doubt. why don't i just try and find a way in over and and just write for them and see what that's like or work in the video games to you like lot of these things Of i just things i think are cool from growing yeah. up and, and being involved in games and being like oh man wouldn't it be cool to work at this studio or be in the industry in some way i think that's that's pushed me a lot especially when it comes to work yeah. uh yeah yeah
0: well so i think a lot of people probably would have thought the exact same thing like that'd be cool or, that'd be great and that's kind of where like that journey starts and stops but like there's something else there that like you've taken steps to actually go ahead and do that when we talk about like the last five years yeah man seamus mollis is on IGN is on GameSpot like you were at like tell me were you at in the UK for the the Battlefield 5 reveal event thing that they did or were you doing that remotely or? yeah
1: yeah no I, I went there so that's the thing in 2018 when I was sort of in between jobs I was doing freelance writing and that's so I was doing best. some writing and I, to be fair I didn't do a crazy amount uh not as much as I see other freelancers who or I follow online yeah. who just like have crazy drive and passion and just writing yeah. for stuff just all the time, but I did some stuff for IGN, for Gamespot, for Red Bull Games. I was games like a bunch of different websites, PC World. What's Red Bull Games doing? What was that uh They have like just their own gaming website where they just cover games. Uh, yeah, and they have like a whole esports section e-sports, as well, yeah. like a big esports section. Yeah, as you can imagine for a Red yeah. Bull. But yeah, I just through other work I was doing in the local games industry in Australia at the time, I made lots of contacts uh, with editors at these sites and got yeah. their emails and sort of built relationships. And so once the I finished up the PR job, <laughs> yeah, the key, I was Got like, the hit, them up, mm-hmm. hit them up and be like, hey, like, I don't have a job right now. I've done writing before. Would love to do writing for you guys. Like, here's you, some thing. You'd open up ideas. like that. Like, I don't have a job right now. I can like kind of throw myself uh, into this kind I probably... Kind of thing. I probably Maybe I would said that exactly. Maybe I would not like, spice it up. Yeah, I'm yeah. available yeah. right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you and... think of that? Like, what do you think of that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I want you to, like, comment on other people's, like, lifestyles or anything. But, like, how, do, how was freelancing for you? Like, obviously, you didn't dive into it a thousand percent. But, like, you got a taste of it in a way that I don't think that everybody does. And I always think it's interesting. Like, it's something that we're all aware of. Um, but not everybody experiences, and I, th- I can't remember who I was just talking to this about. Like everybody should be like a cashier at a grocery store. Everybody should be a server at a restaurant. Like yep. those like those experiences, like everybody is they they've seen and they've experienced, but they've never done it themselves. And I think freelancing is maybe like not quite everybody, but in the gaming industry, like. F- freelancers impact if you're into games like freelancers impact your day-to-day a lot like the information that you're able to get so it's something that like we're all aware of but like i've never done it i've done like we the nerdy blogging type of stuff but i've never got paid for for writing so yeah like what was that sort of like that brief journey like and are you going to continue on it
1: that's yeah that's a really good question and i totally agree like i've been a cashier i've worked Mm -hmm. at a pub you know those are kind of core experiences i think uh, teach you a lot of people skills, oh, uh, and yeah, yeah, and freelancing as well. Uh, it's really hard. It's it's mm-hmm. really really hard, and that's why I have so much respect for the people who I follow online who are like posting about doing features for all these different websites all the time and pitching because it's a lot of it's pitching and understanding what outlets mm. are looking for and making content and pitches that are relevant to them. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to get clicks for them to drive revenue for them and so they can keep their jobs as editors and, and, and full time people. That's, and so you're trying to make their lives as easy as possible. So whether it's doing it guides, whether it's esports and and so it's not only understanding what those niches are and coming up with interesting pitches that work towards those websites and their niches it's also I think finding niches for yourself and figuring out what you're good at. So whether right. it's esports and being becoming a news writer for very specific games like Rainbow Six Siege or League of Legends or, or Dota or Counter Strike, or whether it's being the indie person uh, and covering lots of upcoming indie games, or being into first person shoes or Bow Like, there was a time I remember uh, when Bow Real was really becoming a thing. There were so many freelance or even full time positions going where they're like, you have to be into Bow Real games because we need someone to do Bow content and videos right. and guides because that's just what's relevant. That's what is driving traffic right now so, so they need
0: specialists in some of those areas they need to be like they need to have like a battle royale guy or a fat, first person shooter guy or something like that because everybody else is more of a jack of all trades kind of thing so with freelancing they can pick and choose this is their specialty. Yeah. yeah
1: i think that's definitely one path you can go but i've seen yeah. plenty of people who are just arch, who are just jacks of all trades sure and they're just great at everything from news writing to features to guides um but there's certain areas there's kind of always working like guides and i just Mm -hmm. don't think i really ever had the 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 drive to do guides because guides is crazy work like it's so hard like and also speaking of confidence man like okay
0: i've got this figured out and you guys should do exactly how i say to do it like there's no way that i could ever do Anybody who's watched me on twitch like there's no way I could ever do guides. <laughs> like not like a the writing I don't think would be up to snuff. But also just like how do people even figure this out? Like I just I don't I don't understand. There's there's obviously an approach to guide writing that I am so far from being aware of it's not even funny. But like I don't think I realized that pitching was part of the the freelancing part. Like they yeah, you actually kinda t- like it seemed like you're yeah. just like I don't know, like you'd go see like what what articles sites were looking for and you'd go write them for them. But you're right, like yeah, they'd probably be looking for like new ideas and fresh ideas that, that they hadn't even thought of yet.
1: Yeah, because you, you, if you are let's say you're an editor at like IGN, and you're just like, well, we need content for these areas, and you right. put a call out, like, we're looking for freelancers for these areas, and it's like, those editors might have an idea of certain content they want to do. But realistically, they've got a million things to do. They're editing all these articles, thinking sure. of strategies for the long term. And so having people pitch ideas to you makes your job easier Mm -hmm. uh and so that is that is a lot of freelancing yeah yeah and it's it's really hard being a freelancer on the financial side because a lot of time it doesn't pay super well for how much work you actually put in it's it's really hard work and you don't get paid as well as you should but also making money through websites is really hard and advertising it's it's really really hard no kidding so it can be really hard to get enough work coming through the door to pay your bills like when i was freelancing i thankfully had savings and was mm-hmm. in a position of support from family but also in a house where i wasn't rental i wasn't paying that much and i had government support as well yeah. uh because i wasn't like technically working a part-time or full-time job so i had government support so like although i did it for a period of time like i try it yeah, it was. I was very lucky to be in the position I was, where I could have all these things and and just try. It. I was still actively looking for other work at the same time. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's it's. So really how do hard people
0: to, make it yeah. work? Like how do they? It doesn't seem like it's sustainable like at all. Is it just a matter of these people are able to like spit out twice as many articles in a, in a like per day or something like that? It's just yeah, really just, really fast.
1: A lot of it is developing those relationships with editors. So when they mm-hmm. have work, they'll probably come to you first because you they know you can do a good job and it's just yeah it's just just powering free work just just absolutely smashing so many articles in the week whether it's guides or reviews and yeah it's it's crazy work you have to have so much drive so much passion uh to just just keep at it uh yeah and i know people who do do it for, f- full time like it is possible but it's it's really hard it's it's, uh, it's really hard
0: it's reminding me of like there's certain genres of games that i'm just like i keep trying to get into some of these i'm not gonna like like uh smash from there right now but like life is kind of interesting like this right where like every once in a while like for example like hades is out right And i'm, I'm not like overly in love with like the rogue light type of game but i don't hate it either but like Life is kind of like this as well, where you go like, you kind of have like genres of jobs and you're like, you kind of have to like know what is good for you, but like also don't mess it up. Like, it's not like in games where you could go like, okay, Hades didn't really like click for me. So I guess I'll just go back and play some Call of Duty or whatever. Like in life, it's like, man, like like I lost my house because I tried (laughs) Hades and it didn't really work for me. Like that's, I feel like that's a lot of the pressure I think that a lot of us feel is, trying to make like the right life decision because there's just like this there's this huge amount of pressure because if you mess it up or make the wrong choice that like it's irreversible and i i do think this is me just kind of like taking myself out of my own brain for a second i don't necessarily know that it's irreversible but that's what we tell ourselves right when when these life things happen you're like don't mess it up because it can be catastrophic and it's like people rebound from this sort of thing but uh i don't know why like you're just talking about like the freelance thing i would have the only way you could do that is like probably through like the security of having some like government assistance or or whatever it was or a point in your life even as well. So I don't know. Is that something that like resonates with you
1: at all? De- definitely. It's it's not something that we're freelancing. It just happens overnight. Like it's about building connections over time and that take and that can take a really long time. That's the scary uh, part, too. Like, yeah.
0: you don't even know like you, you're like it's like a like a giant long rpg it's like it's it, it gets good after hour 40 i'm like what do you <laughs> mean i don't have 40 hours to put yeah, into it's... this thing i don't have 10 years of my life to put into this thing yeah. only for not to work like people really put a lot of trust in themselves i think and and that's like when it works out you just love to see it when people like i don't know like um Gamer Tag radio they've been doing it for like 20 years and like now it's starting to like you know click for them you know in a big way like they've had successes along the way but yeah, you just you love to see that sort of thing, but you, you got a nice early start with some of this stuff, though.
1: I, I did. I just I guess I was just really interested uh, and just driven and just yeah. passionate about. It. And so I just looked for every opportunity there there was. And through that process, I've met so many wonderful people, like you're saying, who who have made it. And some of the people that come to mind are like Blessing. Uh, yeah, he's now at kind of funny. And man, he did okay, beast. With Alex Van Aken for so long, who's now at Game who's Informer. A Game Informer, I know, yeah, man. Yeah.
0: Well, I felt the same thing about you. I feel like, and um, I look through like the list of people who've been on this show, and like you were number one, and then like you showed up on IGN, and then like Trevor Starkey was an episode like fifty or something like that, and then Trevor Starkey ends up on IGN as well. Like he did the thing, and then Blessing does his own thing, and it's like. Aren't there more of us? Like, <laughs> like, I feel like, how did we find like the sphere of the internet that, like, I don't know, everybody's like doing things. It's so encouraging, and I, you, you do love to see it. I think for the most part, we're all kind of like cheering each other on. So, like, where are you now in your, like, I guess you've kind of gone at least five years in, in this journey. Like, what, what trajectory are you on? Like, what direction are you going?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been all over the place, and I guess the best way to put it is just like. In Australia and New Zealand, for the games industry, it is uh, definitely a smaller industry, a lot more limited in opportunities versus Europe and North America, sure. especially. Yeah, uh, it's just a smaller in- industry, so that's the same for games journalism. And unfortunately, that has been like there's more offices being closed down, like Gamespot no AU team got just five recently let go and so i'm sorry what who Gamespot did the gamespot for a australian A-U. oh, team yeah wow. yeah and they were such a talented team and <sighs> i think they got bought Gamespot got their overall company got bought by someone else and so they've done a bunch of layoffs and stuff like that and so oh, man. some industries journalism is really hard especially but in games um industry overall in australia like there is more opportunities now than ever. It's growing all the time. Like there's more studios popping up and growing, but it is still more limited and therefore it's more limited the opportunities as well. So over the years, I've just taken whatever has come my way. So I started out doing public relations mm. uh, and, and that came through internship I did during university. Yeah. After that, contract work finished up, which I learned a huge amount from and made heaps of connections. I started doing freelance writing. And so those connections helped me be able to get into that. Uh, And then after that, I ended up moving over to New Zealand for a six month contract to work at a game studio because an opportunity came up to do communications for them uh, for a launch of a game and and did that and learned a crazy amount from, from that.
0: Do any of us know that game or studio at all? I can't uh, remember if you mentioned this before. So
1: the studio uh, was originally called Aurora 44. This I think mostly just known as A 44 Four now. And I actually, they know did, this one. <laughs> yeah, they did Ashen, and mm-hmm. we were one of the Ashen was one of the first free games on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, uh, when that launched almost two years ago during the Game Awards. Um and it was
0: first and it wasn't it in-game pass first or was it first on Epic or both um,
1: both at the same time both at the same time that's awesome
0: man yeah I remember that it's um gosh that was like in the early days it seems of of Game Pass before like yeah like things have changed quite a bit even the Epic Store holy cow like they're like it's just just trying to take on Steam and like how are you gonna do that and like give away free games
1: like every week for just mm -hmm. years (laughs) yeah man
0: yeah and and pretty good games too i think amazing things like like humble bundle is something that i used to subscribe to that i don't like did you ever play on do you ever play on pc like i I think you're on series x now but like were you were into pc before
1: I've, I've never had, like, a uh, PC gaming uh, computer, like a rig or anything. Like, I, I grew up... Because you didn't have the lights? <laughs> <laughs> well, well have computers, like, you
0: just
1: not have the lights. Yeah, I've always just had laptops over the last several years. Like, growing sure. up, I played a lot of PC games because that's just what we had. Oh, I just played anything we, we I could get my hands on. And yeah. so I played heaps of games on that. But I've never been a big PC gamer. Like, most of the games yeah. I play on PC are kind of indie stuff. Most of the AAA stuff I play on consoles, like on the Xbox or PlayStation or Switch. Yeah, yeah yeah so never yeah, been a big rest. pc gamer i would say yeah
0: so what about ashen though tell me about like so i knew I, as i asked the question i'm like i remember that you were actually at Aurora four four and uh ashen was the game but like tell me about like the lead up to the launch like I try to imagine in some of these cases that like, like shipping the title is like the biggest deal in, in games. Like if you're in game development, like shipping the game is the thing because not everybody gets a chance to really even do that because, you know, not every game even comes to fruition or just like yeah. that's the moment that you're really working towards. Um, cause you get to kind of hand it off. And so whenever I'm working with like PR people, I always try to like be mindful of like launch time is crazy and it's also like this it's it's this um almost metaphorical finish line like you did it like so whenever I, I try to tie that into some of my communication but like honestly like i have no idea like i don't know what it's like to be on the other side to like ship a game so what's it like uh it's crazy uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay that part I i think i knew that part
1: <laughs> and i think it can be why is it bit- crazy
0: like what what happens
1: uh well i think for several reasons it's just one it's really busy because yeah. there's just so much to do i think regardless of it, it like there's different perspectives whether you're at a triple studio or a small indie studio there's always a lot to do and there's always sort of more that can be done mm-hmm. um, but i think most of my experiences have been mid-tier to indie where i've helped launch games and so yeah. often there's a lot more that can always be done and it's whether it's giving keys to influencers and media outlets and, and making people aware of the game, whether it's doing content like on social media and blogs to to try and make people interested in it. whether mm-hmm. working with a, a team who are managing them and all the different aspects of a game and, and like helping, like trying to do your best. So people discover this game that people have right. worked years on to right. create because I, I've come from, I've mostly just worked in the communications marketing sort of, uh, roles and a little bit of production as well. So I haven't ever really been the person that's making the games. And it's yeah. like it's, it's like it becomes your baby because you're taking care of it. But realistically, it's all these other people's babies that they spent years putting together. Mm-hmm. And games are just like the hardest medium. Like it's so friggin' hard to make games. It's no just kidding. so complicated. There's just so many things required. It's it's nuts. And so there's if you'll feel like you have a lot of responsibility trying to do the best job. To yeah. release this game, and so it's just a lot of emotions of of being super busy, wanting to do a good job, how people are reacting to the game, yeah. what they think about it, like it's, it's, it's crazy, and and with Ashen it was especially crazy because, uh, I got there and most of the game had already been. Finished by that point, it was a lot of polishing, bug fixing, stuff so like do that. So you get to see
0: it, like you, you're not making the game, you're not in QA or anything. You're 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 in the marketing side, but like, what do you get to see? Like, do you get ever to like go behind the curtain and go like, okay, what does it look like now? Oh God, keep working on that.
1: You're in a way like I don't know, like what is that experience like? <laughs> yeah, it it can depend on the studio and at what point you come you come in on the development. Like when I came in, it was you know it's, it's what is quite uh, similar for a lot of AAA games is a lot of polishing in the final months and and just little bits and pieces that you, you can do not major changes because you just don't have the time in case you make a major change and it fucks a whole right. bunch of things to fix yeah. all those things um and so yeah i i, I went i had the opportunity uh, the developer said to me i could work remotely i was like Nah, i won't come and be there in the house good for you That's studio awesome. Absolutely. And, and have that opportunity and it was great and i made so many great friends there and it was really cool being in the studio that was about 40 to 50 people around that time and be able to get to know everyone that was working there from programmers to artists, to QA, to leads. Like it it was great. Um, And although my focus was on communications and I was the only sort of communications person there, uh, we (laughs) we had a publisher who sort of worked with other companies, uh, to do sort of the global marketing. But I now my focus was more as on our own company, sort mm-hmm. of social media marketing and internal communications as well. But I, I've just always had an interest in game development and how games come together. And so I would try and be involved with the rest of the team as much as possible, being involved in regular meetings that would, mm-hmm. they would do just to learn about what everyone's doing, doing, how they do it, how the teams work together. So you d- do get a lot of behind-the-scenes insight, uh, especially in a studio of that size and being in the studio, just be able to walk around and just see what people are doing and just be like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, tell, tell yeah. me. And and most people are really friendly. And as long as you don't distract them for too long and the lead gets annoyed at you for mm-hmm. using up their time, uh, then you can you can learn a lot. And I learned a huge amount. And when I first got there, it was that weird thing of like, oh, I don't want to be that person who doesn't want to seem like he doesn't know anything. It's like, of course I didn't know anything. Like, yeah, I, never, no I, I hadn't made games. I hadn't done degrees in, in art. Or programming or anything really and and so it took a little bit for me to get over that hump but it was it was a fantastic experience since then i've worked with smaller teams that are often just one or two people and so uh it's it's different and a lot of it's done online and remote now especially now um in in the world we live in covid part of that but also just you know people being able to find other people that they can work with online and yeah teams
0: are like all over the world they're like okay yeah we've been doing this this whole time like none of us have an office like must be <laughs> yeah. oh no no you guys can't go into your giant team buildings and everything anymore yeah. you gotta work out of your basement like the rest of us <laughs>
1: yeah so there's uh, lots of different insights you can get depending on the the circumstances of where you're working like i really hope to work in triple a studio someday to see yeah. what that will be like because there'll be another thing altogether working amongst hundreds of people with huge huge no things yeah
0: well, you've got like the notches on your belt. You know what I mean? Like you've got, I feel like the right things at the right time and everything of, like you were at this point, you're at this point, you've done all the things like I feel like you've, is that part of doing it is like knowing that you want to like build the resume to have the right experience to do like an end goal or is it like you're still kind of it does seem like you're still kind of like open to things, but also being very specific about like the tasks and the jobs and the projects that you're working on.
1: It's it's hard to like as I'm sure you would say and most people I ask who are like at toward, in the middle of their careers or end of your careers you ask them what you want to do and they'll be like I don't know I'm still working on that you know it changes yeah, yeah. changes Absolutely. all the time.
0: I was gonna like I, I say it as like a as a compliment because it does it seems like you're working towards something very very specific but you're um, which is good because it keeps you focused but y- you're doing so many different types of things that you could do anything like you're you're focused on a wide opening and i don't i don't know how you're like actually doing that because that's truly remarkable <laughs> that you seem laser focused on a, a on a on a huge opening of opportunities i really think that's going to like serve you really really well like because you're freaking just 25 man are you kidding me like all this experience <laughs> it's so good for you man i'm so happy for you
1: well i'm thank you so much sean that means that means a lot especially coming from you i have a lot of respect for you and everything you do and and Everything you do workwise, podcasting, all the extra stuff you do for charity, you've got family that you take care of. You've you've got a lot going on. So I, I appreciate that. And Everyone,
0: I, one of these day shames, both of us are just gonna be like, you know what? Enough. Like I just wanna play that's days <laughs> for the <laughs> no, next seventy two hours, that's, dude. That's me.
1: That's me every every <laughs> yeah. day. It's just like mm-hmm. one day it's two it's two brains. It's like one day one brain's like I just want to play games all day. Next day is like I need to. I can't do that because I want to achieve all these goals. I want to do all these things, and it's a con- yeah, it's man. a constant battle. But I'm glad it seems like I've got a plan because, like I said, I just take whatever opportunities I get and just and just see where where it goes. And so far, it's gone in a lot of interesting ways. And I often think, yeah, man. back to the advice when I was trying to get into games journalism, because I did a degree in media and journalism, I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I love Greg Miller. I love Colin Moriarty. Mm-hmm. I love all these other outlets and what they do. I want to do what they do. And whenever they would give advice, you know, one, it would be just get out there and do the work because sure. that's what you have yeah. to do. You got to get the experience, build that portfolio. And th- they would talk about their their pathways and be like, well, don't do our pathway. Like, that's I've already done my mm-hmm. path. Like, why would you want to just do the exact same thing I did? Like, make your right. own unique one. And that's the way... I try and look at mine and give myself <laughs> confidence did in that, myself.
0: <laughs> did that click with you right away? Like Because I've, I've heard them talk about, like, we were we we would have been listening to, like, the same episodes, the same yeah. types of things all sure. at the same time. And for me, like, I don't know. This is just, like, for me hearing all sorts of different advice. Um, I kind of have to hear it, like, the fifth time for it to finally go, like, oh, I know what you're trying to say to me. Even though, like, the words are always the same every single time. Yeah. But, like, that one... Like it didn't click to me right at the start. Well, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why would I create my own path? Like, you've like, it, I feel like I'm trying to like reinvent the wheel. Like, you guys already made a great wheel. Like, why wouldn't I just do that? But as time went on, I realized how right they were. And anybody who's like really been around the block will be able to give very sage advice like that. Like, don't copy me because like luck was such a big part of it, or that there's so many other different opportunities. And like once everybody sees this is what greg miller did and he's got his audience of like all these thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people and they're all doing the exact same thing super competitive so if you're able to kind of like just flank a little bit then you can find a whole like a whole blue ocean strategy to life and your career and stuff totally totally, so that hit with you immediately though it seemed like that wasn't you're not like me who has to hear something seven times in a row no
1: no i think it took time for me to sort of realize it um because, yeah, it's that thing you see, you see these people who are working at IGN or all these other cool places, cool companies, and you're like, I want to be there. That just looks cool. That just looks fun. But what is the reality of that? What is the reality of that that pathway that they had to do to get yeah. there? And along my pathway, I got to certain point. So I was like, like with freelancing, I was just like, this is really hard. And mm-hmm. I don't know if this is what I really want to do. Uh, and and that's from coming and like you're saying, you know, we all come from different places, uh, and some have luck and some people have a lot of privilege as well. And I had privilege I've had a lot of privilege in my life to have the opportunities I've had. And even with all that, I was just like, no, this I just don't think this is what I really want to do. And mm. that's really scary because it, when it's something that you've thought about for years and you've done work towards volunteering, study for years and years, and be like, Is this might not actually be what I really want to do? That's 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 a really mm. scary thing. No doubt to to think about and just and just change course. But I guess part of life as well is like you you can't look back too much. You just have to keep moving because you gotta yeah. get a paycheck. You gotta you to cover your expenses. You just that's just what you you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've just taken every opportunity that has come my way as I've, as I've said and. As that's going along, like at times I've been like, oh man, like, is this the right pathway for what I need to do? And it's partly, well, I need a job to pay the bills. So, you just go work. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Just go work, Seamus. Just do the work. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also just having that realization, oh, well, every path, everyone's pathway can be and should be unique and different. It's like yeah. every person that you were talking games in the, who works in the games industry, whether they're artists or programmer or QA or game design, like almost everyone has a different story. They might have sure. gone to the same academy, but they might have done this game jam here and met these people and they made their own company. Or maybe they built up a portfolio and it meant they could get this internship and get work there. or they. There's just so many different pathways people have. And I think that's great. Like It's always so interesting meeting new people. I'm like, how the hell did you get into this crazy industry? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man. And, and when I tell people mine, they're like, oh, well, that, that was that seems like a ride. I'm like, it has been, and you know, there's been some hard times for sure. And there's been some great times. And I've met so many wonderful people throughout the course of that time. Game developers, writers, podcasters, fans, like it's, it's like how kind of funny. And I love that. Like we just share that, that fandom, that love for things like kind of funny still. And we Mm -hmm. have that sort of connection where there's a lot of people like, like blessing, like Alex Van Aken and and just, So many others I can think back to seeing on the Facebook years ago and seeing where they they are now and having been part of each other's journeys. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's really cool. It's really it's really special. Genuinely talented people,
0: genuinely like driven people. And it's like it's kind of nice too. like there's a there's the nice part. Number one is like you like to see your friends doing great things, but also that like it kind of gives a little bit of credence into the whole like, yeah, you 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 work hard and you fine-tune your craft, and you get good at it, and, like, good things can happen. Because it's almost like we we do talk a lot about luck, which makes it seem like that may be, like, a huge part of the equation. But I think what these people that we keep talking about are proving is that, like, yeah, luck is a part of it, but also super talented, super uh, hardworking, and they they meet the right people, and they're in the right place. They, they seize the opportunity. Like, all these things, it's like... That's something that, that is something that you can replicate, right? Like, it's not just like somebody else got super lucky. So, and I'm not very lucky and it's probably not going to happen for me. Like, that to me is like such a great message and lesson for people to hear is work your tail off. And it's not a guarantee, but there are, there is proof in the pudding. There are people who are like kind of proven this, this pathway. So, would you ever move? Like, would you ever, like, you've moved to New Zealand and you're in Australia now. Like, would you ever, leave australia like if it, if it meant like going on this path
1: uh it's it's something that i've wanted to do uh for a long time you know growing up and getting into games more and being like oh wouldn't it be cool to work at naughty dog or yeah. or gorilla or just all these huge studios making amazing games so that's always where's gorilla are the they, they in europe they're, they're in europe in the uh, netherlands in Amsterdam. oh that yeah. would be great yeah, yeah man, that'd be awesome yeah, yeah. um and that's still a dream of mine because I, I love to travel. Like I love yeah. going to different places, and it's terrifying, especially yeah. moving to le- another city, let alone in another country, and just setting up your life and meeting new people. But it's it's a good fear. Like when I think mm-hmm. back to all these times I have to do them, like oh man, I was terrified, and it was hard. But I grew so much from it. I met so many wonderful people, made great friendships I still have to this day. Yeah, man. Um, that it's just something I love to I love to do. So. Uh yes definitely like I mm. I really hope to live and work in in North America at some point more more preferably Canada Canada just Thank seems lot, like like ni- a lot nicer safer USA is just across the border if you want to visit although there's less reasons for that that's exactly <laughs> what I think
0: like it's a I mean like I love all my all my friends uh down there. But I love living here, man. And that's part of just like, I think as time has gone on, I'll never forget, like, one of the first times I went to New York City, I was just infatuated with New York City. Like, I love Seinfeld and Letterman and all these things that come out of New York. And I went there, I'm like, who wouldn't want to live here? And I, and I was there for about a week and I had an amazing time. And it's not like there was anything, like, zero things bad happened at all. But what I did realize was like, I like where I am. Like, I like the space. Like, I came to appreciate the things that I, that I have. And that kind of started, um, like, just kind of, loving canada which is kind of like a weird thing to say i guess maybe but maybe it's the same with australia just because like there's so much america in our media right and everything that we buy like i have an iphone like skype was made by an american-made company like everything that we do is like america just infuses a lot of it which which it seems like well maybe i should just like live there and i just I don't know. I really love Canada. So it's kind of, I always hear when somebody say like, they'd, they would like to move to Canada too. Cause I would totally move to Australia. <laughs> but I mean like the spiders are kind of just uh, terrifying. The okay. heat is, seems to be unbearable. I That's know you're going to tell me that the spiders aren't really all that bad, but goodness gracious, the, 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 the size heat... of
1: goats. The size of like <laughs> <laughs> do we have big goats? I don't think so. I think it's more kangaroos, man. If you come up a kangaroo, that that will fuck you up. They will mm-hmm. just. They you know what? Mess we, you should up, do, yeah.
0: we should put a kangaroo up against a moose sometime. We'll have the true Canadian versus Australian. That body.
1: would be. Battle that would Royale. be a tough one yeah look i, I so would my, my initial thoughts are the moose just because those those animals oh, and stuff are huge but like kangaroos they their kangaroo. legs are strong and they're pretty nimble like i think it'd be mm-hmm. a tough the, fight yeah be, the, their agility
0: tight. i think would 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 take you go of a long them, way but, yeah definitely but yeah moose are tanks man yeah <laughs>
1: Kangaroos are pretty big. Make this game. Huge.
0: Make this game. Go <laughs> go. This. Talk to some of your new friends that you've made over the last couple of years. Make a moose make... versus kangaroo game. <laughs> mm-hmm. You could have like you can have a bald eagle be the uh, be the referee as
1: America. Yeah. Tries. Yeah, as, <laughs> yeah. Look, you're right about the fires, and it is getting hot here. Gl- climate change is real, everyone. Just FYI, like it is getting yeah, hotter here, doubt. and it's it's hot enough already. Spiders. No one has died from spider bite in Australia for decades. There is an actual fact not saying that's a good that's a good good saying it won't happen to you sean if you come over i'm just saying i'll be the first (laughs) (laughs) one everybody else knows how to handle the situations (laughs) um yeah but canada canada just seems really cool there's a big game a lot of the games industry is there and oh big time i i won't be against living and working in america as well just canada just seems that much nicer america seems great there's so many natural landscapes i want to go visit parks i want to go to yeah man so many different cities that would be so different from each other like new york seattle uh new orleans <laughs> yeah. like it's Polar it's offices. such a crazy big country and so diverse and that's the same with like europe i would love to travel and, and work there as well but it is the thing Dude, that i can about. actually
0: see you move, i can actually like picture the tweet or whatever it is saying like can't wait uh got my bags packed and we'll go to the <laughs> netherlands like I can actually see it. I don't know what what it is. Like I'd love for you to be here, but I can actually see you living somewhere in like the Scandinavian countries out there, man. I, I totally.
1: I won't. I won't be against that. Yeah. Um, to be fair, Sean, I'm I'm sure I DM you screaming in all caps about it if something like oh that happens. Oh my gosh.
0: Well, please do. That's like the greatest thing. People people tend to do that, and I love it when something amazing happens in their life. They're Like I just got to tell you about this thing. Like please do like I Mm. well you don't have to like go out of your way to do it but if you did I would really
1: appreciate it yeah but what you were just saying about like reassessing like what you like you have these ideas oh yeah you'd love to live here like why wouldn't you want to live there it's amazing everything's happening there but you might go there and be like actually I really like where I am and what I have was was really good and that's perfectly fine and it would be a thing growing up being naive as I'm sure most people are you would see people who would be like, oh, you know, I really like this one city. I just want to live here for my whole life. And I'm like, how, how are you? That's crazy. There's such a big world out there to explore. But yeah. over the last few years of like pushing myself in the multitude of ways and moving around for work, uh, which has been amazing, but challenging and difficult in a lot of ways. Uh, it's maybe reassess and be like, oh man, like this is hard. Is this something I want to do all the time? No, it's not something I want to do all the time. I still yeah. want to move around. Maybe not every six months is what's important. Oh, <laughs> Or getting a partner who you want to share every moment that you can with. And I've honestly spent a lot of time of my relationship with my girlfriend away because of work. Yeah. Like a, a significant That was honestly
0: a big part of my question was like, would you move? But also like, could you move? Could you bring like your whole life with you as well? Like that's a, it, that becomes more complicated. That it That question does. becomes yeah. more complicated as time goes on.
1: Yeah, it, it, it does. And that's because I want my, my girlfriend, Olivia, to be able to experience everything with me and to move in that situation and so it's it's not just about me it's it's about her as well it's, right and and figure out what works for for both of us you know if naughty dog came calling tomorrow to on and was like hey like here's a job for you i'll be like olivia we're gonna work it out i go uh, mm-hmm, go <laughs> Do you think it, she would go with you though uh it's it depends on I think the situation uh, because yeah, she no has kidding. her own life, her own family and friends, her own career. Oh, right, family. She's, yeah, she's developing. I forget about that. Yeah, and so yeah, you know, we've we've got our own things going on, and it can be really hard to make those both fit. But we'll we'll always try and make it work and make it feel yeah. yes, we will because we love each other and we want to be together. And you know that's that's what's what you know your priorities change, as I'm sure you know. Sure, more than anyone having two kids now, I'm sure your priorities in life have changed no I still do this I'm still like okay no, you 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 guys
0: need to you guys need to go to bed like Seamus is waiting for me I'm about to be 10 minutes late for my chat with Seamus because like Lincoln it's time to sleep but yes um you do think about I I don't know like it, it definitely changes like you're not able to or at least I'm not able to I think some people are better at this than I am and this is where I'm like like look to other people for this type of advice my experience has been like it does it does ground you a little bit more like the cement kind of hardens a little bit more as these types of things happen but it's that's again like that's my path like i do think that there's other people who like remain nimble like even though they've got like six kids and like all these responsibilities and these things like they're still able to um be agile about it i think um like i think chelsea's way better at that than i am like i get really like kind of just i don't know cement is actually like the the exact thing that i that i can think about um, but there's definitely other examples of people who, like, have all these responsibilities and life kind of happen. And yet they're still able to go, like, well, moving the family to Tokyo or whatever it is. Like, they're just able to do some of this stuff. And it's not – that's why like, – I was seeing on Twitter today – I don't remember who it was. But somebody was – and I mostly just don't want to call them out or anything. But um, somebody was saying, like, you know, you're just waiting until, like, this happens or, like, you just wait till you get married and you have kids. Like, that's your path, man. Like, that's kind of, like – don't don't dump your garbage on somebody else because like they're on their path and they're kind of experiencing the challenges they are right now like that's what happens for me is not what's going to happen for you and it's not going to happen for other people as well i think it's probably even more important for anybody to like learn from and then do better it's kind of the whole like i would want my kids to have a better path than me so yeah it's like don't do exactly the same thing because you want to be better and you can't be better if you're doing the exact same thing so whatever that works out for you man
1: Totally, yeah. Everyone and everyone's different everyone has different paths or different things they want to focus on. You know, you might someone might have kids and they just wanna make that their whole life and like that's totally fine. That's great. Or some people might be able to balance that really well and have this crazy career, like a Pete Hines working at Bethesda. And have Mm -hmm. kids as well and you know that would be really crazy to balance or maybe you've got family and you do several podcasts and you unbox xboxes in the back of cars while they're moving you know like everyone (laughs) everyone's different or maybe you don't have a family you know what i
0: mean like maybe 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 that's just part of it as well like there's just i don't know there's um so many people i think end up doing things that they feel compelled that they should do because it seems like that's what the what is expected or that's what makes you normal or maybe you might want to you think you'll find happiness because like everybody else is doing it. it's like that isn't a i don't know if that's a healthy part of society either it's just I, th- I think that creates like a lot of weird expectations that you know progressively and as the years go on i think we're smashing through some of these expectations and i think that's very helpful um but there's got to be a balance on some of that as well Right, like it's just, I don't know, like not every not everybody is supposed to have like get the wife and two kids and the house and the stuff. Like not everybody's supposed to have the exact same thing. And there's happiness to be found. And everybody who's in one situation looks over the fence and go like, "What's that guy doing over there?" And like that looks pretty. That looks pretty cool. And I don't know, like it's just being part of the moment, being in the moment, and enjoying every day. I think is part of it. So I feel better talking to you to be honest Seamus I'm glad that we kind of had this chat <laughs> do you feel better now than you did at the start I do I
1: do maybe I a feel, little bit you don't I have to feel, say yes no no, no. <laughs> I I I do I well to be fair every time I talk to you Sean I feel I feel Same good here, I feel man. Same great you. and better I, I, those are all really good points and I, I think that was an unfair f- thing for me to say everyone has a family and balancing that like totally like some people don't want to have kids like I personally really hope I have kids that doesn't mean mm. I'm going to uh if, it can it can change really really quickly statistically yeah. speaking shame like most like like most people
0: are like probably maybe they shouldn't i don't know like maybe <laughs> they, they, I don't know. Like, some people don't enjoy and i say like maybe they're either um, not doing a great job of parenting which like god thank god i have chelsea because if it was just me my goodness gracious worst worst dad of the year your but, kids
1: would just replay be replaying ocarina of time every day uh, that'd be no, they, that'd they'd be, be playing
0: like animal crossing i'd be like okay as long as they're not killing somebody and they're still alive i'm checking myself off yeah. right? i'm doing it <laughs> But some people don't enjoy it. Like some people just don't like having kids. And that's like a, it's a lifelong thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just the whole like be sure. But um, is there anything that you want to explore on the like like what, what else is going on? Like I, I feel like we're in a positive place. This could be a good place to end it. But I also want to make sure you're OK, man.
1: I I appreciate that. Um, well, I guess to sort of wrap things up my journey a little bit, where where we've gone. Uh for the past year and a half I've been the editor in chief of a couple of websites, IndieDB and ModDB, uh, which are long running community websites. It's all mostly user generated content, so modders and indie developers sharing their content. Uh, and building audiences around them and, and stuff like that. So I've sort of been moderating and and just making sure people get the most out of those websites and and also doing some publishing of games and another side business as part of the business I'm part of. So being able to mm-hmm. do a lot of cool things as as part of that. So my journey has jumped all over the place throughout the years, uh, whether I'll stay here for forever, like definitely not. Like I'll probably jump around to something else that I, I think is right for what I'm I'm looking for now. Because it, it does change. Like, that's the thing. It's been great to get so many different experiences Sean across the industry, mm-hmm. just, just within communications of like marketing, social media, community management, production now. And <laughs> I'm still figuring out what of those things I really like and what that's I really, awesome. really want to do. And that journey will probably continue <laughs> for, for a while. But I think what's important is just you're always learning, you're always growing because then you're just gain enjoyment at least for me like that's a lot of enjoyment in my life is just like learning and and trying different things and because you never know what might really pickle your fancy like I've, I've i have a lot of friends who are a similar age to me who have done one degree started a career in one field and they've done it for a few years and like nah. no I just man yeah. want to do something else this isn't what i want to do right now might come back to it but mm-hmm. i want to do something else completely different i'm like that's great like explore try different things because you never know what might be the thing that like is just it that is just yeah. really perfect for you. And know when you
0: know it, you know it. I, I think that's, yeah. I think there's definitely like, there's there's an element of that. And the thing that I was gonna jump in to say is like, all, before we even got to that, was like, you haven't been scared out of the games industry yet. Like, that's kind of the most encouraging thing to me is like, project after project and like this, trying this or that or the other, it's like, you're still in games. And I think that is so cool. Like, with the list of variety and the variety and the depth that you've gotten so far is so cool. I think about like, you know, five years from now. Like, where will you be in like five? Like, I don't want to ask you to like give no like, me your five year plan. I just <laughs> yeah. like hypothetically, just kind of yeah. like this kind of awesome yeah. open thought because I would have told you, and I I didn't listen to the to the original episode recently, but I feel like I would have said this guy is gonna achieve something. He's gonna like do something with his with his drive, and you were just doing the adelaide was adelaide radio or what was it uh, called?
1: yeah it was just uh radio adelaide it was a community radio, adelaide, radio station yeah yeah
0: that's what i was like i could just tell like just with your approach with everything i'm like look at this like just wait and here you are and just like another five years just i cannot wait to see what is next for you man like i just think it's nothing but good things
1: me even. i can't wait to see what will be as well <laughs> i'm just, so, like, I'm this, just now you just encouraging to me to keep me.
0: this show going for five years it's <laughs> yes. like if i ever had a thought i probably should shut this thing down like well I need another like I need the ten year anniversary so we're gonna have Seamus back. Exactly. He's gonna have like seven kids by then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna keep you I'm gonna keep you to that though, Sean. I'll get you just gonna keep it going. Although to just comment on what you're saying, you know, uh, it would be a lie to say over the last five years I haven't questioned staying in the games industry and sure. if this is what sure. I really wanna do, because it can be really challenging for a huge range of reasons. Like following creative industries like it just takes so much out of you like it just yeah. requires so much emotion and passion and work because you just put yourself into it it's just what you will often naturally do and you know most people will do that for a lot of their jobs generally let alone whether it, it's creative so there's definitely been times i've questioned it but yeah i think it will just always just keep calling me back i just the studios i want to work for that are just really cool there's things i want to do and as long as i can keep doing it i think i will I will just keep going and just see see where it takes me. Yeah.
0: You don't have to name names or anything, but like do you have any like mentors or idols or anything like any like in particular areas of the game industry that you like or even people that you've met that you could like chat with about like career development or anything like that like that you can kind of just more than oh we met and, like we shared a coffee one time like is there is there people that you can say like oh I see that path I see how like they- they kind of got there and you can, I don't know, reach out to them every once in a while. I think that, that mentorship, I truly believe in mentorship. So oh, you've got that yeah, at your yeah, fingertips. It, so it's like I, game changing.
1: I, definitely. And as of, of about over, it's been about a year that I have had a mentor now. Good and, for you. Oh my God. Of course, and, and You're
0: 25. <laughs> who at 25 is a damn mentor? My God. Good for you.
1: <laughs> well, and it's, it's a, uh, I, I was looking for a mentor for a while and I've sort of had uh, some close friends in the industry who have mentored me. Uh, and and give me advice and I ask advice from time to time still but I was I guess looking for someone uh, who had had a similar trajectory to me and I went to a game developer conference at the end of last year and there was a talk on from someone I won't name them just you know for their privacy sake yeah Um, but how they had just flip flop through so many different paths and and roles in the industry and like why that's okay and, and I was like you're speaking to me this is yes this is this yeah. is me <laughs> and I just chatted with her after a talk and to be but not quite the same She's jumped around quite a bit and we just start catching up every month, once a month have just like chats Good for, for you. an hour or two and talk about each other's work and have questions. And like, yeah, I think mentoring is awesome. Like I think everyone should have a mentor and be mentoring someone because there's always mm-hmm. advice that you can, things you can be learning and the advice you can be giving that could be really integral to someone else and, and, and really helpful. So I would definitely encourage anyone to do that. And it's, and it's been great. And I, I, I always, look for mentors in the industry, whether it's friends or people, people that that's an interesting question of people who I would look up to in the industry. Uh, I think there's just heaps of cool people now in the industry, like whether it's Greg Miller, whether it's Shuhei Yoshida, whether it's Pete Hines, who I've mentioned, you Mm -hmm. know, several times, like people who just seem really down to earth and passionate uh, and they just, they love the industry and they just want to make great games or be involved in the, in the, in the conversation in, in, in some way. Um, so I think we're lucky that, you know, social media for for all the bad things, I think there can be a lot of good things to be able to follow oh, no in, their, in, in their careers and, and have these connections with people um, that you never would have otherwise. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I almost feel like I should probably practice my own advice here a little bit. Too, like <laughs> maybe there should be like somebody else in like the podcast and we're like, if I were to ever like take this like somewhere else, like I don't know what those steps are. And I think that's the important part about mentorship is like, it's more than just, I want to do something. It's more than you like the want, it's more than the desire. It's the steps that you've taken. I think we have kind of covered that in terms of like your journey so far is it's more than you just wanting to be uh, like right for IGN or work for IGN. It's like, what are the, appropriate steps and i think of a guy like like phil spencer everybody's like everybody likes him and he's doing great things for xbox and all these things but it's like i have i actually don't know what his path was i think like his his um journey at microsoft is pretty well documented but like what set him on that path like what did he study like what would, like i actually don't know like like what he's like kind of trained in like is he a is he a businessman is he a marketer is he like is he a developer like i don't think he's a a developer but you think about um oh my gosh I'm totally blanking on his name uh Iwata. you think about Iwata like started as a developer and then became kind of like the top of Nintendo and it's like these people they all have such interesting paths and they can all get to like a very special place but yeah like I don't know it's but it's more than just wanting it to happen there's definitely specific steps that people take and you have me at this moment like really just kind of like focused you know what I mean? like, I, <laughs> like just rejuvenated on all of this stuff and um i just really enjoyed chatting with you today man is there anything else you want to explore before well,
1: we maybe we should it? just we should just chat every every day just pip talk each other Sean. seriously yeah, we let's, to do, yeah
0: well yeah you just continue to remind me that like you're wise well beyond your years like i look at you as a peer but you're just getting started man like you're just i don't know yeah i just can't wait to see what happens it's like you and there's a few other people too like garrett bland is somebody who comes to mind as well it's just like these budding stars are just like i just can't wait and it's an honor to have met you five years ago and i just can't wait to see what the next five years and the next 15 50 years have in store for you my friend.
1: yeah i can't i can't even imagine what the future will hold yeah in another five years time hopefully we'll have lots of vaccines uh and be in a lot more normal, <laughs> not normal not place t- in in that time but yeah it's yeah. it's it's crazy to think about and i just like to think about that post that you, you did just looking for people and me just being like man that sounds like a cool idea like I want to be on the podcast and talk to a Canadian guy that sounds that sounds like fun yeah yeah. but I think what's like really cool it, and what's cool about that it's just like not to be like oh in five years I'm working at this year or doing this cool thing it's like being able to share that yeah, with people and being able to share that
0: with uh, each sometimes.
1: other and to see yeah, where, we, where we are to see where the friends I've made in the industry where they'll be at in five years like that's that's really, really cool. So to be able to share that journey, I think, is, like, the best part.
0: Well, let's – okay, so – um geez, where do I want to go from there? Uh, we're going to close things off. If – before I ask where uh, you want people to find you on the internet and all that kind of stuff, I wanted to say that from the moment you were on the show, I knew there was something special with you, and I knew there was something special with that episode, that podcast that we recorded. I knew, like – that that was life-changing. I don't know exactly why. I didn't know where it was going to take us. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I wanted to thank you for changing my life and for saying yes to that podcast and jumping on and just killing it. You completely enlightened me to like what a guest could do for a podcast. Like I'm not just saying that just to be nice. These are actual thoughts that I've like I've been thinking about for a long, long time. That thank God it was you that said yes. Thank God it was you who was the first one because when you do a podcast on your own with nobody else and you don't know exactly what you're doing all that you can really have is have somebody like you jump in and just go like this is how it can be done and i just really really want to thank you like i i'm there's a couple of people that i like it's a short list of people who have completely changed my life and there's not like without we the gamer cast there's so much my life is completely different so thank you for being the first guest on we the GamerCast five years ago man so If you want to respond to that, you can, but you can also tell people where they can find you on the internet.
1: Oh, that's, that's so much. Uh... (sighs) It's been here for a long time.
0: I think about that a lot, man. Honestly, I really, really think about you saying you're going to be on the show and then we're actually recording it. I was in a different room um different microphone as well costco like special micro
1: boom mic i think i have I think this is the same microphone i'm pretty yeah this is the same microphone you've I always used.
0: sounded good I've, I've spent these five years trying to catch up to your audio quality That's oh the man thing, this man.
1: was just like i just bought it i think i might have even bought it for that podcast or something like that i bought it very soon around that yeah um yeah to respond to that i'm i guess i'm like really just happy to have been a part of your journey yeah. your podcasting journey sean because like what you do obviously brings so much joy, not just to yourself, like you on the back of an ex- <laughs> <on> the next truck, <laughs> um, <for laughs> unboxing Xbox, like you're having a good time. I can tell, I have a good time. Um, but like yeah, you, man. you bring so much joy. I'm, I know to so many people, whether it's your people who are your patrons, it's just active listeners, people who you've asked to come on the show and be on your show, like just, and give them motivation, and and drive and excitement to to go back and do what they do like you've done so much for so many people so thank you on behalf of everyone on behalf of the world sean <laughs> i'm thanking the world for you uh and yeah it's just i'm glad to be your friend as well like i i'm really appreciative of that in itself you know if nothing else happened i'd just be happy that i'm i'm friends with same you, here man same here all right. What
0: about on the internet? Where do where do people um, find and, and send nice things to you? On
1: life? the internet, I am on Twitter. Uh, I am Seamus Mullins. S e a m u s Mullins. M u l l i n s. I don't tweet a huge amount nowadays. I've become a bit of an online hermit a little bit. I'm more just. <laughs> I've I've always been that kind of person though. Like even in like the kind of funny Facebook days, like back in the days, I just was always the person that just like. Re- looked at what read and like mm-hmm. maybe leave a comment from time to time. I've I've never been the big poster on my personal stuff. Maybe it's because I do it for work and I just always feel like that doing social media just feels like kind of like work to a degree. That totally like, makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yep. But like I'm still I'm pretty active on Twitter. Like I, it's it's such a great place to. So much of the games industry is on there. So I'm I'm always on there seeing what people are talking about and retweeting cool stuff and and just trying to support what other cool people. I do it, yeah
0: that's awesome man well thank you again this is about as close to like a clips episode as i think that i will get celebrating five years of just having you back on um thank you seamus and um dude let's do this again but sooner than the next five years for
1: yes sure. yeah let's please please nah, i'll just <laughs> let's just do some halo so i can kick your yes, ass or yes you can saturdays or sunday afternoons
0: sometime. for you i don't i'm 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 depending on the mode as it turns out uh some modes i was dead last some i think i want to i think i want to match so who knows man but yeah halo is cool again so let's play <laughs> so truth be told whenever this music kind of closes things out and I hit the record button and I hear the music and I'm like I've got like three seconds to figure out what the hell I'm gonna say I almost most of the time I don't know what I'm gonna say sometimes I'll go listen to like maybe a little clip in the episode and see maybe one of the topics that we chatted about because it's been it's been like a couple days since Seamus and I talked talked and honestly I don't remember anything (laughs) I remember the I remember the intro uh and I think uh Maybe we could have gotten into some heavy stuff. I don't think we really got into too much stuff. But I am so freaking appreciative of Seamus and this ongoing friendship that we've started, man. Like, we've been we've been staying in touch this whole time, and I've watched him do such great things. He's been on IGN. He's been on all these places. He was, he was at the freaking Battlefield Five reveal. Like, he's done some cool stuff. And I continuously get surprised by the fact that he's a full decade younger than me. I me at 25 i was a i was a stupid dumb dumb idiot with a stupid dumb dumb playstation network name that i made when i was 23 i remember when i first started meeting people on we the gamer cast and they were all 23 and there's no way that they would name themselves what i've named my what i name myself on on playstation network and that's only for the people who have known me a long time who actually know that i'm not gonna say the name jace that's there's no way but if you know it then congratulations then you and i are longtime friends and if you want to know it, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. And if you really want to know, it, maybe we'll maybe we'll share it to patrons at patreoncom Capri Maybe that's how you can get it. Or Bungie knows it. Apparently, Bungie sends me emails all the time because uh, I, I I started playing Destiny with my PlayStation Network, and even though I've changed my PlayStation name to Sean Capri, they still send me they still send me the, <laughs> the old name. And it's like so professionally done. It's like, dear my old playstation name and it really looks funny i've tried to leave that life behind man but that's it speaking of leaving things behind we're gonna leave with the GamerCast behind in 2020 we're gonna hope for a better year in 2021 i hope that we've all made the best out of this challenging year i hope we we've all grown i think you know what when, when when things kind of ease up a little bit maybe when things are better in 2021 we're just gonna appreciate things that much more That's, that's, that's what we're going to do. Um, what else do I want to tell you guys? You can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Patreon already said that. Twitter, Sean Capri. Have a Merry Christmas, guys. This is it. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a safe new year. Be safe and healthy. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. And most of all, we're going to go find, we're going to go find Jason. Cause I don't know where the hell he is. Does anybody, like some people don't know where this is. Some people don't know that this, uh, this outro is from, from Heavy Rain. Then we're gonna go find Jason, you press X for Jason, then you press X for Sean, then for Jason.
1: Jason! 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 Jason!
0: Sean!
1: Sean! Sean! Sean, where are you? Jason!